everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Catherine. So we missed a week. We're really sorry. We were away um, and then not able to record when we got back. So we're doing a double episode here where we're going to be covering week eight, pastry, and week nine, patisserie. So we're going to have week 89 pastry patisserie week. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much difference between pastry and patisserie. <laughs> Do you know, I think they did actually capture the difference between them, that one was more delicate and interesting stuff, the yes. patisserie, and they did a range of pastries, to be fair. Yes, no, I, I agree. And I think it's sort of, sort of kind of almost, if you think of it as the patisserie being leveled up pastry. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's go through them quick. Cause I think, sadly, you know, obviously with all the timings for these things, we've not been able to do any of the baking, so we can talk on on our thoughts on the baking. But I think the thoughts on on people left in the competition for the final might be an interesting conversation. Mm, so absolutely, let's... definitely was not a prediction I had at the start of the season. No, absolutely. I think I think the outcome of all this is if you want to help your chances in the Bake Off, don't make us like you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Our favourites never never last. Basically. <laughs> right. Uh, the first for the signature was 12 Sweet Volavant. Mm. I don't know. So, it's a Volavant. <laughs> Is a Volavant case something you would ever think about taking the effort to make yourself? Once. It feels like a home ec project. Volavant is up there with quiche. <laughs> a thing you do once and then you ignore and... It's on buffets every so often, but you never actually get it yourself. Now, now you see, I really like quiche, <laughs> but the one reason I don't, because I want quiche, savoury custard. What's not to lie? <laughs> the only reason I never make quiche is because I know um, your quiche opinions. <laughs> but yes, I, my, my, my opinions about Volavant mm-hmm. are very similar to your opinions about quiche, and I think it's because right. I've been served so many... Um, beige. Beige, <laughs> Volavant with indiscriminate mush in the middle and yeah. a pre pre-purchased case that's kind of a bit soggy. Yeah. Which which A maybe why one would make one's own case, mm. but B when there are sausage rolls in the world, why would you? <laughs> when sausage rolls exist, why would you? <laughs> yes. But to be fair, some of these volavon look quite tasty. Of the volavon that the baker's made, which is the one that you would most like to eat? Do you know, I think that the the key line, the one that Sandro did, mm. um, I don't know that he necessarily quite got the, to deliver what he wanted. Yes. Um, but it feels like something that should have that punch of flavour that lime brings. Yep. Because yeah, some of them, like strawberries and cream, yeah, which is his idea. Well, there are strawberries and creams things that exist. I don't. I don't think it needs to, to happen for for, for that. It's not a dessert. It's a nibbly thing with really strong flavours. So something like that, I think, certainly the ones they did really mm. stood out to me. How about you? Did, did any stand out? I, I, I'm with you. I think um, the, the blandness of the Volavon case lends itself to a Ooh. punchy flavour in the middle. That's so I, I was also quite keen on Sandro's. Um, I was very disappointed in the Anoushis because custard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried too hard, I think. Yes. And didn't. I got I got a vibe of didn't practice it. It's very interesting actually because what has become clear to me over these two episodes is the person who has really practiced mm. Shabira. Mm. And you know, you can tell from how she talks about what she's done in preparation for things. I think in particular we'll come on to it at the end, the croquant. Like mm-hmm. 
she, she's practiced. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's paying off. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Volavon, would you have made these? Would you have done me a set of Volavon? If we'd had a weekend at home, mm-hmm. I would. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'd have put in them. Because, you know, like if you look out on the web for Volavon recipes, mm. they're all pretty much... Prawn, um, salmon. Prawn, yeah. salmon. Um, yeah, mm. exactly. And maybe I'd have done like a millionaire's shortbread Volavon. Oh, that's a nice shout. So I'd have done a yeah, Volavon yeah. case with some nice caramel and then topped with a light ganache. Because mm-hmm. you could make the case slightly salted. Yes. To, to offset the sweetness yes. a bit. Mm, so yes, that's what nice, I'd have done. Nice. Maybe I still will, Maybe but still. after I come back from my next business trip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right, the technical was spring rolls. Mm. This is a good technical. Yes. Um, it involves lots of you know a lot of ingredients, small amounts of the ingredients, which which was frustrating for buying them. Um, again, a, you know, half tablespoon of this, twenty five grams of this. Yeah. Um, but as a method was really interesting for lots of cooking in different stages, as well as making some pastry and rolling out some pastry, and then deep fat frying. Yeah. Deep frying in fat. Frying in deep fat. I don't know what order they... I think it works in any of those orders. <laughs> and I think it will work, because I think we should have a, a, a communal challenge, because I'll help you with the chopping, okay. to have a go at making these at some point over the mm. Christmas break. Mm. I- the fact it was only eight, I think, is what really puts me off it as a as a single challenge for us trying at home. Because mm. my understanding, and from what I have seen and in conversations with people, is things like spring rolls and gyoza and dumplings and, and these sorts of foods, the point is you make a lot at once and you freeze them and have them ready to cook. Yeah. So I think it would really, it would behoove us to, to do them, but with a, what? Good word, behoove. <laughs> But to do a large batch of them and have them ready to take two Christmas things. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and not have to use half a teaspoon and 25 grams of... And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've, we've got lots of bottles and I, for some reason I bought a second bottle of oyster sauce. <laughs> so we've got two bottles of oyster sauce in the cupboard now. Is, so... is, is that is that Ocado having gone, oh, you've bought Ocado sauce before. Quite you possibly. might want some more Ocado sauce. Quite possibly. Ocado sauce, oyster, oyster sauce. Oyster sauce, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Subscribing to the AI shopping basket with Ocado does leave us with some interesting cupboards. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I liked it as a challenge. I think this was this was a good one, and interesting that by and large everyone did pretty okay. Yeah, it was absolutely stuff in the technique that that saw them out about whether they were filling them right, whether they were had too much air or too much water that then didn't mm. didn't cook enough in the fryer. Yeah, I think I have some sympathy for the filling because until the unless you have a. I think I would have struggled deciding how much to fill it with yeah. without having seen how much you should should fill it with yeah. because I'm always a little nervous of overfilling these things because mm. you could just end up with filling all over your all over your deep fat. Yeah. Um so I I would probably like Maxi have underfilled a bit. Mm. And I, I wonder if they were given more ingredients than were needed for the filling. Yes, because they get Which, proper mean with the technicals towards yeah. the end of the season. I mean, understandably, because actually, by this point, because everyone's pretty competent, mm. it's quite hard to distinguish between them on the technicals. Yeah. So, But yes. Mm. But yes, we fo- should do that. Yeah. And we should also try it, if the technique works, I'd quite like to try it with different fillings. 
Okay. I can see a sort of spicy uh, minced beef filling being quite nice inside. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I can see how mm. if we can work that as a technique, I can see that there are different, um, or maybe some char suey pork. Yeah. And, and just like see if we could make some spring roll-esque starters to our flavour mm. that Very we nice. like. I, I really like the pastry element of this because it involved obviously making the pastry um, and vesting it and then you cut it into sections, into, mm. into the sizes you want, roll them out into discs and then you put the discs together and roll them out again to sort of get the size you want and then when you fry them, you fry them for about 30 seconds on each side so you're only frying one disc, or only one disc has actual contact with the heat at that time. And then you take them out and separate them and keep them. It's interesting. It, it's it, not, it's, it's not a really clever method. Do, yeah. It's not something that you do intuitively. No, absolutely. So, mm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to give it a go with yeah. you. Terrific. Right, our final one was the 3D storybook pie scene. Are we on Julia Bake Off? Sorry. Which, yes, is back, back to, to these sorts of ones. What would you have done? Oh, goodness me. I'd have done, like, I'm going to pretend that my baking skills are up to this. I'd have done Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. I love Howl's Moving Castle. It's my favourite children's book ever. Nice. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have put in the castle. Maybe um, it would be a moving castle um, fish pie. There we go. <laughs> You'd have made a moving castle with all sorts of turrets and... Yes. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have done a different fruit flavour in each turret. It would yeah. have started with your uh, with savoury at the bottom, and then some like something plain like mashed potato in the middle, and then we'd gradually transition into desserts. So you have to eat from the bottom nice. upwards. Very nice. Absolute rubbish. I'm totally not <laughs> equipped to make that. What storybook would you make? I, I'm not sure they count as storybooks. I think they're educational learn-to-read books, but I have very fond memories of the One, Two, Three and Away series. Okay. Um, the Village with Three Corners and Johnny Yellow Hat and I think Billy Blue Hat and so on. Yeah. And it would have been very easy to make a village with three corners with three pies representing the different houses and different colours. That's much more sensible than my <laughs> suggestion. But when we when we talk storybooks from childhood, that's one of the things that come, always comes to mind yeah. because we did a lot of it at the the uh, first school I went to in okay. the very small village. So, nice. which might have been their only books, maybe. So. Fair enough. Yeah, I would say I I that they were definitely not part of my childhood. Oh, they're very so they're very modern. So shush, <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, these were fine. I think the ones that everyone made. To be honest, because it's been a couple of weeks ago now, I can't actually remember what everyone made. So, so Shabira got Star Baker that week, and she did Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay, nice. And I, and I remember she struggled with a beanstalk; only had one growing up, and had had different layers to it. But again, it was. I think this is one of those challenges that no one quite got, yeah, or, or quite delivered on because everyone tried different things. There were two caterpillars. Or one oh, was supposed to be a yes, dog yes, and one yes, was I a caterpillar, caterpillars. which was a nice idea, but because they were so big, they were just large lumps of meat. Oh, and Sandro's and... was a bit grim, wasn't it? So... It was all a bit soggy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just, I suppose, for me with these things, I wish they'd just let them make a nice decorated pie. Yeah. Rather than having to bring the the sort of the storybook decoration element in, because I think that distracts from the baking. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. People uh, people try too hard or do do things yeah. that then don't work with the, the the brief doesn't actually work with the yes 
whatever you're making. Yeah, I think I think for me the main purpose mm. should be to bake something amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, if there's some theme to the decoration, that should be secondary rather than yeah. let's let's plot out what it should look like and then try and make our baking fit that. Absolutely. So that was week eight. Week nine was patisserie, which started off with mini charlottes. Mm. Mini being small. It's really interesting to me because I think for you and me, if we said let's divide this up, one of us does pastry week and one of us does patisserie week mm-hmm. in terms of bakes. <clears throat> I am totally the pastry week option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the sort of the delicate <laughs> precision of patisserie week, not my bag whatsoever. <laughs> Which, you, know, you know, we might be overselling it. It might be my bag. But... No, but but you are you are really precise, and and I think you you take joy in doing this sort of complicated yeah, thing. The technical. It's a shame I've not had time because I really like this technical. But when know, we come to it, so I, I am going to ask you to make it for me at yeah, Christmas. I really like the idea of yeah. it. Um. No. So mini charlottes, a really good idea. Mm, I I, I like this as a lot. They, they've done Charlotte's in different ways over the years, um, yeah. and the idea of doing this as something that, that exactly as they say, shop window, make it look really pretty and taste really nice. Yes, yeah, amazing. I do think that um, some of the bakers perhaps needed to refresh their definition of the word mini. Well, it. It's surprising, stroke confusing. So, so Sandro made ones that were too big. Yes. So you look at them, you go, they're too big. But his pans were too big. So at some point he went, I'm going to make these, bake these in this size of thing and cut them to this size. And surely at some point, someone or he should have gone, ah, they're a bit big. Perhaps I'll, I'll do them in the smaller ones. I suspect he'd read the brief, he'd made a plan. And then all of his planning from that stage onward were moving on from his plan rather than the brief. It's like when I used to teach and it was always like, keep going back to the exam question and make Mm. sure what you're doing is actually fitting the Mm. exam question rather than your memory. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it's just because he put the batter in the pan and baked it. Whereas so you could have had smaller. You could have just smaller. had smaller pans. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's it's not like this was so hard to make. Oh, it was cutting things down to size and it I don't know, there's something in this that, that it it feels like he's missed something somewhere or it wasn't defined as well as it should have done. Possibly, yeah, because we don't see what, what the uh, brief that the no. bakers actually get is. But if the word mini was in the title, mm-hmm. I'd have expected something yeah. smaller. <laughs> I'd have gone and stood outside a non-financial rule-breaking patisserie Valerie shop, <laughs> the name of which escapes me now, I can't think of any, but fine, and and just had a look in their window and gone, hey, can I just put my tape measure up against your cakes and just see how, how big are they? Yeah. What is mini? You know, Absolutely. Because to me, the idea of a mini is something where if you went to a restaurant... And you ordered, and you had a dessert that was a trio of desserts, mm-hmm. the kind of size that would come out at that point. That for me is a mini oh, dessert. Oh, that's how okay. I that's okay. that's how I would picture it. Whereas right. if I had three things the size of what Sandra provided, <laughs> I'm not saying I'd complain, but I'd feel very ill at the no, end of the you meal. See, <laughs> see a trio, I would just define as micro. Oh, really? Like that's the point. You're getting three that add up to one, and you think of a dessert. A dessert is you know a, a piece of brownie. It's not. A whole like giant thing. Mm. 
Maybe. Bake Off, we need a definition here. Because yeah. clearly, Matthew and I also have a differing perception. Can we have a, an international is. standard definition of mini when it comes to desserts? And... <laughs> do, do we have to say, is this a Sandro mini, a Matthew <laughs> mini, <laughs> or a Catherine mini? <laughs> so the technical was Charlotte Hazelnut and Raspberry Vertical Tarts. So I'd be delighted for anyone in a restaurant. Right. Or if I'm visiting their house. Or, or just just here at Christmas, please, my love, um, to serve me one of these. They look amazing. Yeah, it's such a good idea, mm. and and it's it is verging on stuff that we see from the professionals. But they would just do this, yes, um, and probably have had practice or, or knowledge to do it. They'd just be producing forty in half an hour. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, what's the blast freezer? Things yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've complained about desserts in restaurants at the moment being absolutely homogenous and just you get the same four or five in every single restaurant and absolutely. then maybe one that's different. Yeah. If someone said they were serving me a chocolate and raspberry mousse tart, but it came like this, I would totally accept it being the same everywhere if everyone was putting their own spin on it in this yes, way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is a nice, good dessert I would want in a mm. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Mm. I love that they weren't so descriptive in their um, directions that it caused a bit of confusion. Poor Sandra. Poor Sandra. I, when they said cut in half, I did have a thought in my head of, is someone going to slice them in half? Because yeah. it seems really obvious when you've already seen the output. As soon as you've seen it, yeah. But, yeah. Again, it speaks to the editing, I think, that he couldn't look at everyone else's and figure out what was going on. Yes. I think. Yeah. Um, and maybe the word vertical wasn't in the title. Because that would have helped give it away mm. as well, I think, maybe. Yeah. I think he pulled it back pretty well. But you could tell it was a bit gutted. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is that thing. It's, it's one mistake there. Yes. Which everyone else seemed to have gotten. So I don't know whether it's just intuitive and there's two ways to do it and everyone else picked the right way. Other people got to see other people's. And I think with technicals, again, sometimes it's about how quickly people read the instructions. Mm. And again, mm. sometimes I think it's whether they're... And I mean, and I totally do this when I'm cooking, so I'm not going to mm -hmm. castigate anyone for this, but whether it's they're cooking from their memory of what they thought the instructions said yep. or actually going back and looking at the instruction the again each time. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I love about the paprika wrap that I use for, for baking is that it keeps your screen on. And right. you can even tap the section of the directions you're reading and it highlights it. Ah. So I'm like, I'm at this stage, so it's going to keep on next to me. I don't have to like keep going back to it with you know fingers covered in batter or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. nice. Mm. A good challenge. It was a good a challenge. A good challenge. It's the sort of challenge that they could have done at any stage. What, any stage in the weeks? Yeah, I think it would have absolutely thrown some people, but wouldn't it have been interesting to see the different takes on it early on? Oh, you see, I feel that it was the right end of the competition to have something this challenging. Okay. Because I think every year, and this is possibly deliberately so, they focus on having a range of contestants um, for a range of demographics mm. rather than necessarily they're all quite as competent to each other baking. Right. And I'm not sure I'd have wanted to see some of the <clears throat> earlier departees. Mm hmm break apart right. as, as yeah, much yeah, as fair. being faced with something this <laughs> difficult was. So I, I, I'm I, happy that they're leaving the really hard technicals mm, okay. for, for the ones that have made it through to the second half of the competition. Yeah. yeah, and, and, and it's a good one. It was interesting that it was 
the big differential between them. Obviously, Sandro made a mistake somewhere, so his ended up the wrong side and a bit messier. But the biggest def- differential was how well they folded in the whipped eggs yes. to the chocolate to to uh, and whether they turned it into a ganache or kept it as a mousse. And and again, that's quite hard because if you've seen the output and you know what consistency the output is mm-hmm. supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know you know what you're aiming for. Yeah. Um, whereas I, I can imagine it might be tempting to go too far and end up with a ganache mm. on the basis that you know that, that you're thinking, well, whatever I produce has got to hold itself exactly. within this shape. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. And, and um, if you served a vertical chocolate ganache and raspberry tart, that is fine as well. Like, yes. it, like it's not like chocolate ganache is not served as something anyway. No, and you, you might want some runny cream on the top of it just to loosen the texture a little mm-hmm, bit, mm-hmm. but it'd still be tasty. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, it'll be an interesting one to try. Um, yes. Keep an eye on our Instagram if we ever get to this in spring rolls. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that would actually combine well as a as a. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd eat it, but I'm not sure it's a. I'm not sure it's necessarily a cohesive um, meal. But Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Right, the showstopper was croquan. I'm a little confused as to how this is different from the croquant wedding cake thing that they do. Is it? It probably isn't that different. It's just biscuits instead of profiteroles. Instead of profiteroles. Yeah, I think so. I think I think I can see this as a um, a biscuit structure yeah. that you use as a centerpiece for anything because we've done biscuit structures yes. all, all the time. You know, people have made pubs and things out of biscuits. So yeah. yeah. Um, but everyone was it. It, it was. Quite a nice one because, as we've said with previous challenges, it just allows them to put whatever they want on it. It wasn't so specific of a storybook or something. It's make something in your imagination. Exactly. And, and this, I think this is the, the, the exact thing I was trying to get at when we were talking about the storybook pies. Mm-hmm. The main is the bake. Mm-hmm. And then once you've got that bake structure, yeah. you can put a straight spin on it to put some kind of decorative e- fact- exactly. factor yeah. in. The fact so, that yeah. this said uh, it had to be sixty centimeters or thirty mm. centimeters, or how it, you know the, the height was the thing they were looking for, and then yes. the rest of it was biscuits and design. Exactly. Perhaps for the um, the pie scene, it should have just been you need to make three pies, and they need to form a narrative between them or they each need yeah. to have different fillings or exactly <laughs> just just a little bit yeah. a, 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 a looser a different phrasing brief. Yeah. yeah fine yeah. thoughts on what people made okay I, i'm just gonna start with my favorite shabira yeah outstanding is this the first time she talked about being a computational chemist what was it I mean, this says cardiovascular research associate, but she talked about being a computa- computational biologist. Yes, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I think it is, because I remember when she was said that, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also like, check my assumptions, because she seems really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I don't know why I assume that scientists aren't really sweet. But, you know. it, it absolutely fills in that gap of... She practices and does everything with precision, and and she's super clever. Because it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, awesome, amazing. I, I I have nothing more than to say, but but this was also where she said this was about the. She said something like, "Oh, it worked on the fourth time I did it." Yeah, I mean, this girl has worked yeah. to prepare for and this presumably made changes at each time. Yes, you know, as you yeah, as yeah. you do with data. 
You know, yeah. okay, that hasn't quite worked. What if I? Yes. Yeah, good on Amazing. her. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, really, really impressed with that. Um, we had Sandro doing his where it started and how it's going. Yeah. So from Africa to London. I can't remember where in London he's from. Um, yes. I thought it was a little clumsier, but but I, thought, I still thought it was quite lovely. Yeah, it's that thing of, I don't think his presentation is his strongest part. No. Um, where we've had people who have gotten to the final on presentation. His is clearly on the, the bake that he delivers. Mm. And it's a shame because that could have been really artistic and really nice. And because he doesn't necessarily lean in that way, perhaps he should have done something simpler that he could deliver on mm. more precisely. I, I think it all adds up to I'm not convinced of Sandra's decision making. I think I think a bit more time and a bit more polish and he mm. will be outstanding. Mm. But I think, yeah, you're right. I think sometimes his decision making is not 100% the best. But... I think the fact that he had these bigger biscuits and it was focused on the bake, mm-hmm. um, my impression from the judging was was it was probably one of the most pleasurable to eat. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which, which, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a baking show. It's not a, an, an arts and crafts show. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, yeah. and I think that's done, that's done well for him. Yes, um, I agree. Mm. Nice. And we had Janusz uh, who did Brighton Pride, which was also a little clumsy. Yes, and I think the problem here was, I mean, again, it was fun. Mm. I didn't dislike it. It was mm-hmm. a fun thing. It just wasn't as, it was neither as polished as Shabira's, mm-hmm. nor was it as, nor did it taste as good as Sandro's. No, absolutely. So I think he had a bit of a double double whammy there. Yeah, and because he came in, you know, you know everyone talked about him from the beginning as really strong, really good, expect him to go really far. And it, he has gone really far, to yes. be fair. And he even seems pleased with how he's done, yeah, so yeah. good on him. He also showed what he could do very early on. Yes. And I feel like we're still seeing that same thing. Yes, he's not changed in quality as much as yeah. perhaps some of the others have. He, he had stuff he was really good at, and he's always done that, which might speak to, you know... In the beginning, he wasn't getting feedback. He was just being told it was really good. Yeah. Whereas other people got critiqued and and mm. found like, oh, oh, uh, Shabira had a couple of weeks where her flavors really let her down. Yeah. She tried too hard, and now her flavors are amazing to the extent we have the the comments about oh, peanut and funny flavors, and and you always give us funny flavors that don't work and so on because it was peanut and fruit, and it's like, no, that's that's a thing. Just because it's not a thing in your world, it's a bit. Yeah, you know, and and uh, and and I think, as they said in the judging, they now know that they should just just trust her sense. Yeah. with the flavors. Yeah, yeah. I think with Anush also, perhaps the 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 things that they were doing at the start of the program season was stuff that is is in his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. it's going to sound. I am not. I, well, no, I am totally custard obsessed. But <laughs> the fact that he mm, couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he couldn't pull off a custard last week for his uh, the week before for his volivant filling, mm. I'm like, that's a core technique, surely. Yeah, because he, he was trying to incorporate it and hold stuff up, and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't the right choice for that. But but I I, I like seeing him pleased with how far he went. I agree, I agree, because it's not a sad thing to. No. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to make the final. Yeah. And win. But you should still be proud of getting that far, and he was. So Absolutely. Nice. And yeah. I think he is clearly a big enough personality. 
I think he will be one of the people we remember from Bake Off and who gets Absolutely. to do the shows and things. So Absolutely. Yeah. Good. And we had Abdul doing To the Stars with his rocket ship. Abdul could win this the whole thing. Well, no, but I mean, Shabir is blatantly going to win. Oh, Catherine. Oh, oh Catherine, oh God, don't say things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Shabir, if I've given you the curse of Bake Off Death by saying how much I like you. Bake Off Death. <laughs> If you die in the Bake Off, you die in the real world. <laughs> oh, no, we'd have heard. That would have been a thing. So. <laughs> um, it's really interesting. Abdul, we haven't mentioned much. Occasionally he's done things that that, that, <laughs> that we've enjoyed um, or that we wanted to comment on. Abdul missed a week. Yeah. Because he was ill, which fine, no fine. one went out, so that's that's not a thing. With the exception of last week, where there were only five of them, so you have to be either one of the favourites or one of the bottom. And this week, where there's only four of them, so you have to be one of the favourites or one of the bottom. He has never been a favourite, and he's never been in the bottom. He's, if someone was coaching you on how you know, like, like as as a sports competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. how to do the best at Bake Off, stay in the middle. Make your pitch, make your bid at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. I'm, I'm going to be so fascinated to watch how he does in the final because cause it means he's he's gotten feedback on how things have gone, but he's not had the learning that I know I go on about this, but I think it's, it, you're saying about coaching and how to do well on yeah. Bake Off. I think struggling in weeks three and four is a really big asset. Mm. There's still people who are going to go out. The challenges are a bit harder. And there's time to be getting feedback as well and getting yeah. actual critiques on what you're doing and, and to learn, oh, okay, this thing that I like doing because now I've settled in and, and gotten used to it, actually I need to rein that in or I need to change what I do or something. Mm. So he's never had that, but he's also never had the complacency of, oh, I did really well, which to be fair, Shabira, every time she says blank slate, she does not have that complacency either. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. bravo her, bravo. Um yeah, I'm really interested to see how he does in the final because it's such a unique position. I don't think anyone's ever had this. No, no. And thank goodness I didn't place any bets at the start of the season. <laughs> but I would not have um I would not have put money on um this being the final three. No. I'd have put money on Yanush and Maxi being in the final three. Okay. And I don't know who else I'd have put in there, but it wouldn't have been the three that we've got now. I, I would have said Sandro, Shabira, Janosch and Maxi. Three of those four would have gone through and it would yeah. have been a semi-final that was really hard to judge. I, as I think about it, possibly Maxi would have been the one because she was really good, but I think everyone else is very strong at their things. Mm. So at this point where you, you're like, I need to live on this thing that I know how to do really well. Yeah. Um, but you know who knows, and and she came up a cropper a bit, had yes. a had a not good week, yeah, um, which is a real shame. But I don't begrudge someone getting to that. I the fact that Abdul's in the final, despite never having excelled quite as much as others, but having never been in trouble, means he's consistently good. Yeah, fair play. He to him. clearly can do what he's doing. Mm. Other people are doing it better, yeah, week by week. But this week, he excelled in the best of the best for the final four. So yeah, awesome, bravo, yeah. 
looking forward to the final. It's going to be really interesting to see. I don't think we should say what we think because too late. <laughs> I don't. I'm not superstitious, but also yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think it's a really good group to get through. I think they each have their own particular skills, um, and they each have a. Uh, they're just a delight to watch. Mm. Like, it's a really good group to get through, and I'm sort of rooting for all of them. I don't think I will mind who wins. When am I going to get to watch it? That's the question. It's on Netflix from Friday. Yes. So over the weekend, you'll have to watch it in, yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, I'll have to persuade my friends that they, they really want yeah. to watch Bake Off. <laughs> they might. Who knows? Well, if not, log in on your, on your device, download it, watch it on the Play Mac. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, just I'm really excited for the final. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll probably be a little bit late with that one again um, because of travels, but we'll make sure we do a proper in-depth and our thoughts on final challenges. We always have thoughts on final challenges. Yeah, let's not have a pit of fire. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Will, Will they go for something achievable or something ridiculous? Yep. We'll see. See you next week for that one. Bye.